Today's episode is dedicated to First42K co-founder and one of the greatest men I had the pleasure of having a friendship with, Jace Cronshaw. In early June 2021, I sat down on a three-person podcast with my coach and business partner, Jace. It was lockdown 4.0 in Melbourne at the time, and given we had started First42K just two months earlier, we thought, why don't we record a chat about how it came to be? I can't tell you how glad I am that we took the opportunity to have this conversation, and I've been waiting for a time that feels right to release this episode. Devastatingly, Coach Jace passed away suddenly on the 15th of April, 2022. Jace left an enormous legacy on the running community, truly changing people's lives. He had a huge passion for helping people fall in love with running. He was an amazing runner in his own right, and he regularly volunteered at trail running events with his best mate DJ as a sweeper. I hope you learned some training tips from Coach Jace to help you with your running. Jace taught me how to run smarter, not just harder, transforming me and many others he coached into incredible incredible runners, and more importantly, healthier, happier, and more confident people. This episode was recorded over a year before we started our podcast, so I'm grateful that I had my good friend Rin McDonald host the episode to guide our conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story, share it with a friend, subscribe to our podcast, and leave a review. My name is Rin McDonald. I'm here with Shawnee Bell. Sean, how are we? Great. Thanks, Rin. How are you today, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good recording via Zoom today in, in lockdown 4.0 here in Victoria, and we're cracking on. Would you like to introduce today's guest, Shawnee? You know, him, you know him better than I do. Yeah, I would love to. So today our guest is Jace Cronshaw, who has been my coach since September 2018, and I wouldn't be the runner I am today without Jace. So Jace, welcome. Good afternoon. Is it afternoon? It is afternoon. Good it afternoon, is. listeners. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for joining us, Jace. To begin, could you just share a bit about your background, a bit of your running history, um, your your Sean's running coach, um, but also do a lot with him as well. So yeah, just open a slather, mate. Tell us tell us a bit about you for for anyone who who doesn't know. Yeah, okay. Um, so I made the change from corporate life about six years ago. Stepped away from the working in data analytics and um, solutions, data solutions to basically change career and in that change decided that I wanted to do something that could introduce people to um, what I love to do, which is being fit and running. And uh, with my best mate and now business partner, David Jones, we created VMB Athletic uh, and that was just over five years ago. Um, and since then we've built that into a uh, coaching business. We do fitness coaching, run coaching, online training um, for people from the ages of 20 all the way up to mid 60s. Um, and through doing um, VMB Athletic, we got introduced to Sean uh, through a good friend of ours, mutual friend, Samantha Gash. And uh, Shawnee was training at the time to do his 50 in 50, 50 marathons in 50 days. And Needed some guidance, basically. So Sam suggested that Shawnee get in touch with myself and Dave, and we had a good chat with him. We liked what he was about. We liked what he was doing and and what he was trying to achieve. We weren't so keen on how he was doing it, uh, and (laughs) from that blossomed into this relationship that we now have where Sean's been, as he said, been uh, training with us or, or under our guidance for the past three years thereabouts so um, my history with running is I, I developed a taste for it in my late 30s 
uh, was a means for me to to recover from drug and alcohol abuse, and it was uh, a step into um, basically rehab that got me into running. Uh, I needed to do something with my uh, spare time that I found myself having after getting sober after many years, and um, it's been a pretty integral part of my life ever since. So I've managed to go from not running more than a couple of kilometres when I first started, now um, having achieved numerous miler events, um, running across Victoria, running across Bali, uh, you know, any number of events I've done over the past 10 years sort of led me to this idea with Dave to create the business of VMB Athletic, and that's where we are today. Epic, mate. Thanks for sharing. I, I did want to touch on, because you, you mentioned you worked in corporate about six years ago, mm-hmm. and, and then you, you went into, yeah, sort of how you got started. So it was late 30s that really you, you started running. Is, is that fair? Yeah, late 30s. Yeah. What was your life like before that? You mentioned sort of drug and alcohol abuse there. Can you maybe touch on it a bit more? Because myself, I'm 28. Sean is in his early 20s. Yeah. I've always been, you know, a, 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 I wouldn't say an elite athlete by any means, but I've also always, you know, played sport from a young age. Sean is the same with, with footy at Vermont for people who know him. For you, was that a big part of your, your childhood growing up, teenager, early 20s? Were you much of a, a sports, sports person? No, no. In fact, far from it, I think. Um, I played soccer. I played representative soccer when I was early teens to my mid-teens, but then that kind of moved away. Um, Managed to finish my high school years and and got into university, but very quickly realised that I wasn't that keen on study. I just wanted to earn money and live a lifestyle that I think a lot of people try and aspire to. Uh, and that very quickly became a bit of a an obsession, you know, trying to earn the money to live the lifestyle. It becomes a bit of a, a um, uh, what do you say? Uh, it's almost like a catch-22, right? You're trying to do... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it just... It, the I was in the banking industry at that point. I was working for a, a couple of merchant banks and, and um, very much in the, the money market industry where... Drinking was very much part of the culture and it sort of stemmed from there into me basically holding my my head high by proving I could be the last one standing. Um, yeah, it all came to a head in my late 30s and I ended up getting sober and staying sober for the last 11. So corporate world for me was very much about finding the wrong reasons to or finding finding success in the wrong places and Mm. it wasn't until my mid to late 30s that I started to realize that success isn't about the the dollars in your bank account or the number of assets you've got or the car that you drive it's about how you can enrich people's lives through what you do from a day-to-day basis and that's how I tend to live my life now is helping others i'd always been involved with trying to help others but i was a bit misguided about how i was doing that in the corporate world doesn't necessarily fly when you're consulting to a company that's just trying to bleed their customers of that extra cent 
Um, that's not really helping people. So that's what I do now, focus on getting people fit and healthy and both mentally and physically. I wanted to jump in there. Thanks so much for sharing that, Jason. I think everything that you've done with me is so true to those words. Um, Many people don't know this, but ever since that day, as you said, that Samantha Gash started, or I met Samantha Gash and then she introduced us and we were chatting on the phone and you said, you know what, I'll sponsor you. I'd love to help you out. And basically for the last three years, it's been a sponsor relationship, obviously much greater friendship now, which is amazing, but truly like incredible with someone that you hadn't met, someone that was in Melbourne, you were based in Sydney and to be able to come on board and and sponsor me, give me the coaching that I needed to help me run the 50 marathons in 50 days and Bali Hope and all the feats that I've been able to do. uh, It really is a testament to your character and exactly what you said there. So thanks so much for sharing that with others. You're welcome. Yeah, it's beautiful, gents. Um, why why running, Jace? What what was the thing? Late thirties, you mentioned that you never really did. I'm a soccer player myself, by the way, so I love that you did play a bit of rep when you were in your teens. I'll mention that. But why why running? What was it that led you to to this? It was it was something that I could do that I was relatively good at from the word go. Um, I developed a real taste for it when I got involved in a running program in the lead up to the city to surf in 2010 was when I did it and got taught the the basics of how to run properly. And I I just developed a love from it from there. And, And for me, it's very much like meditation. You can get out, you can run and lose yourself in it for a period of time where it's just you and your breathing. You know, occasionally I'll take music along with me if it's a bit of a longer session, but it's just a, a it's almost a meditation for me. And that's that's where the, the real attraction comes from. You know, you can get out and get away from everything. So a lot of the time it's it's being able to be in your own head for a period of time and the, the feel-good endorphins that come as a result of physical exercise as you guys can probably appreciate that becomes the addiction in itself so I I don't want to say I replaced one for the other but I think it was a healthy replacement because having problems with addiction I I was prone or am prone to excess and it was more of a healthy addiction that I got involved in you know you could walk away from it and, and feel good about it and not have to spend days recovering as a result. <laughs> That's good. You didn't have to spend days recovering. I, I know for some people running certain distances probably probably would, but obviously with the right preparation, yeah, you can you can bounce back the next day and and keep on keep on going, which is yeah. sort of a good segue. So I'll throw to you, Shawnee. You've done quite a number of running, you know, events. So bringing it back to when you're doing your fifty and fifty. You mentioned, and we've heard a little bit about how you got introduced to Jace. What has he helped you achieve in your time knowing him as as your coach? Well, I think the 50 marathons in 50 days was the biggest event. And it's actually, uh, as I said, crazy because I didn't meet Jace until day 50. So uh, he was coaching me about four months out. Him and DJ were coaching me about four months out. And I was just following the program. And there's a couple of testing times there because I was, I was worried if I was actually 
you know, training in the correct way. And I was freaking out because basically looking at it on the surface, I was running between 80 and hundred kilometers a week. And I know that seven marathons in seven days is 295 Ks. So I was thinking, how the hell am I going to jump from 80 Ks a week to 295? And I remember about two months out calling Jace freaking out. And he's like, mate, just trust me. This is what I do. You've got to trust me, trust the process and just rip into the training. We'll get it done. And um, so, yeah, just incredible to actually meet him in person for the first time day 50. But I think it's been a number of events, you know, three months after the 50 marathons in 50 days, I ran with Jace as well as uh, about 18 other runners across Bali is a big community fundraising event for the Bali Children Foundation. That, that event was called the Bali Hope where runners run um, 84 kilometers across the entire island of Bali to put disadvantaged children through school. So pretty special to be a part of that event. And um, that event went really well, um, thanks to Jace's coaching. So yeah, I was able to actually win that race, which, you know, was incredible. And it was obviously the volume and, that I had in my legs and the, the base that I had on the back of the 50 marathons. And I was able to just keep going with that. But to be honest, there's just so many events now and just even outside of the official events, just going for runs on the weekend and feeling so strong and training in the gym and loving, um, you know, the speed sessions during the week as well. It's just the whole, I guess, training program in general. You don't do it for the events, which is something that I probably used to do before I have a coach. You do it because of the lifestyle and, and how much you love it. And I think when you're trained in that holistic way with running with well, different types of running sessions with weight training, with yoga, it helps you appreciate it. Your body loves it and you get the result. Um, now, beautiful, beautifully said, Shawnee. Um, one thing that I wanted to touch on as well, if, if you could think of one thing that Jace has helped instill in you since meeting him, is there one that, one that comes to mind or stands out over, over the rest? Yeah, probably the biggest thing that stands out is not every run has to be a PB. So I was running every single day and, and as hard as I could and wondering why my body was so sore. And, and um, then it wasn't until I started being coached by Jason, he taught me all the different types of training, whether that's a quality speed session or a hill sprint session or a recovery run. There's different runs, different sessions designed for different purposes. And it's the holistic approach that helps you get the results. So I think learning that we don't have to be going as hard as we can all the time. One that gives you uh, a lot more enjoyment because you're not just trying to smash yourself, but ultimately, yeah, my body was just performing so much better. The, the pain and sort of injuries went away and it was just a great thing that um, I was able to yeah, achieve that big feat, the 50 marathons, and then everything else on the back of being coached in that way. So I think if there's one thing, it's probably just that, um, I guess, understanding of that's why we have a coach, you know, we, we don't know all the answers and that's why you go to people that live and breathe it. They're the experts in the field and you just trust them. So that's a, a message that I share regularly. You know, I'm proud to be speaking in schools and encouraging students to chase their dreams now. And I say to them, whatever they are, whether it's to be a runner or to be a lawyer, find a coach, find a mentor who's filled that journey and ask them, what did they do? Learn everything that you possibly can and you can get that result. So um, basically just follow the plan, trust the process and, and obviously put in the hard work, but then reap the rewards. I can't see your face, Jace, but it's, it's good words. Is he a good guy to coach? Shawnee, does he listen to all the instructions? Uh, Sean, is that check in the post that we talked about? What's that? <laughs> he said, is that check in the post? <laughs> the blank, the blank um, check. 
Yeah, the blank check. Now, look, to be <laughs> honest, um, Sean is one of the easiest athletes that I've got to coach. And I, I say that with all sincerity because after that um, discussion that we had during his 50 and 50 where he said, you know, I, I don't think that I'm running enough. I don't feel I'm going to be prepared enough. And when we sat down and, and discussed it, and I explained to him the reasons why we were training in the way we were and then the outcome of that, he's been, he just follows the program and he's one of the few athletes that I've had the, the um, pleasure of training that way where he understands what we're doing and why we're doing it and just, just does it. You know, he gets out there and he gets the sessions done. He follows the sessions to the letter. He looks after himself with diet. He looks after himself with recovery. Um, you know, he doesn't try and overdo it. He'll we'll discuss any ideas that he's got in terms of events that he wants to tackle. Occasionally he might come to me with an event that's a little bit too close for comfort. You know, we work, we walk around that and we get him ready. But, yeah, he is really... Um, a delight to coach uh, and it's just been it's been as much of a, a a learning experience for me as for him in terms of how that relationship can really work well when when you have a, a mutual understanding of of goals and and how to achieve those goals so I don't really have complaints to say about it as long as that checks in the post <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Well, on on that topic, what are some of the key traits that you think can be developed in a student that would help them achieve better results, you know, outcome-wise in terms of, of running, obviously, with what you do with, with First 42K and, and coaching Shawnee and also V&B Athletic? What are some of the things that you think, yeah, is, is a good, good traits in students that maybe you could would like to see more people and maybe Sean has got some, I mean, you, you don't have to pump him up too much. He's, his head will explode, but you know, yeah. tell us maybe some, some of those things. I think we'll leave the, the ego inflation there for a little while. Uh, <laughs> I would suggest with exercise, any exercise, always try. One of the philosophies we follow is always do one more. So be it one more rep, one more meter, one more second, one more minute. Always try for one more because if you're always pushing past that known or perceived limit, that's how we, we force adaption. That's how we force change. And the only way to improve it anything is to force, and we're not talking about exercise, is force the body to adapt. A lot of people when they're exercising, and I experienced this with, with a couple of the run clubs that I do, that they have this perception of what they can do but it's, it's not until you take them past that point that they realise, oh, I am, I am capable, I can achieve this, and I don't have to listen to that negative voice in my head that's telling me to quit. So number one rule, always go for one more, always aim for one more. Um, the other thing is, is having a group to train with, and out of the 50 and 50 uh, with Sean, he came up with the idea of the first 42K program. And the basis of that is community. So find yourself a tribe, find yourself a community that you are able to work 
in and with. They're going to keep you accountable. They're going to keep you coming back, particularly in those moments where you really don't want to. They're the moments when you should be really getting out there and getting the job done. That's when your tribe or community will gather around you and motivate you, support you, and get that that um, result that you're after. So those are really the two key things that we try and enforce in people um, with our with our training and with our programs. Um, obviously, if you're training by yourself, like you are with First 42, we've encouraged people to get online and share their challenges and their, their successes together through our online uh, chats. But same thing can happen with any of your run clubs out there, you know, join your local run club, get get to meet people of, of like mind and uh, find how much you will improve as a result. Uh, beautifully said. Again, I think the community aspect of running is something that I certainly wasn't aware of prior to meeting people such as yourself and Sean um, and getting a bit more into some some running communities. I'm still very much more on the soccer base and sort of community sport aspect with regards to, you know, team sports, but running is such, I, I, yeah, like I wasn't even aware of the community that was there. So I think it's a good thing there that you highlight, Sean, is there anything that you, you'd add, obviously, if, if that was a big part of first 42K and, and I've got some questions later on that, but yeah, can you talk about, you know, how important that is? Yeah, community is huge. I think, you know, for myself, um, starting as a footballer, starting out in Auskick at four years old and playing footy at the Vermont Eagles from when I was six till I was 19, it was that team, um, I guess, mateship. That that was all I ever knew. So, you know, when you start to feel lost in your personal life, something happens or, you know, you're going through a hard time, I think that's what you can rely on. You can rely on your mates to be there for you and you lift each other up and it's just such a special bond and I didn't think there was that with running it was it was not until I ran my first marathon where I didn't do it properly as I said I didn't have Jace as my coach at that point and uh, I went straight into my marathon just three weeks after our footy grand final and I remember it was just I was so underdone and I was cramping up and I had no idea what I was doing and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to achieve it and this man put his hand on my back. Next minute, a lady on the side gave me a couple of Zupa Dupas and I was able to get it done. So just a special thing. It taught me that day that running really can be a team sport and it highlighted how special community is. And I talk about that all the time now. It's such an incredible thing that I think we don't realize until we start to run. And like Jay said, we want to push to you know, greater heights. And it's when we then go and get coaching we get support we meet other runners who want to do the same thing and you build that tribe and I think that's such a special thing that was highlighted to me even more so than through my 50 marathons in 50 days and day 49 where three of my mates ran their first marathon that those feelings just stuck with me and I said this is what I want to do for the rest of my life so I went to Jace I thought if anyone is going to coach um, our runners to help them achieve their own first marathon then it's got to be Jace because he's the one that's helped me do everything that I have been able to do so um, very special very grateful to be working with Jace and DJ and together we're helping others yeah run their first marathon so it's a special thing. Beautiful. Jace, as, as Sean's coach, obviously running around Australia is a bit more than running a marathon. Can you share a bit about how you're helping to build him up for that? Mm. Well, Sean, he's got a, a, a big engine. We all know that. He's, 
He's got a powerful, strong engine in there, and it's it's more a case of making him strong um, and capable as a runner that can bounce back day after day. So we're focused very much on his strength, um, lots of lifting in the gym, lots of single leg work, lots of core work, not so much focused on the speed stuff at the moment because obviously we're not, we're not too concerned with how fast he's going to be traveling, but definitely focused on um, so that that comfortably hard run session, tempo style and fartlek style, where he's he's working at sort of seventy to eighty percent in his runs, uh, and then just sort of a maintenance program at the moment with his long runs to keep him in that that range of being able to complete those distances day in day out. But it's it's more focused on building strength because we want him to be, you know, a physically strong capable runner not so much about speed but more about um strength endurance strength so that's why we've got him doing what he's doing at the moment in terms of the training load that we're focused on it's more as i said maintenance um getting getting him through cycles of four weeks of um training with a a deload week after each four week cycle so it's basically a maintenance program how confident are you that he'll achieve the goal of, of getting around Australia? Oh, I'm, I'm very confident. He's got, he's got an amazing um, mindset, one, one that is rare uh, to find in people in general and extremely rare to find in someone of, of Sean's young age. Um, I, I don't doubt that he will get it done. It's it's a mammoth task. Um, we all know that, mm. Sean, more than more than everybody else. Uh, but yeah, I I don't have any doubt that he will complete it and get get the job done. Beautiful, love it, mate. I want to I want to come and and talk to more. I know we've touched on a little bit, but first forty two k. You two both co-founded this venture, this business together. Can you tell us a bit about it, Sean, if you want to want to lead? I think Jace mentioned before you sort of had the idea of community and wanting to create something like that when you're running your 50 and 50. Um, it's now come to life this year. Yeah, well, community is at the core of First 42K. And, and basically, I didn't know after the 50 marathons that I was going to create a business or anything like this. It was just that I remember the feeling of day 49. And, you know, so many people ask me, what was it like day 50? Tell me about day 50. And I just want to tell them about day 49. So obviously both were incredibly special, but day 49 to experience the highs, the lows, to have those three mates, Chris, Sarah and Dean running with me by my side and, and watching them just achieve their first marathon. It was such an incredible experience. And I think, it just, it stuck with me. It really did. And, and so last year, COVID presented an opportunity in Melbourne where the run around Australia was pushed back due to these lockdowns and it was just never going to be able to happen. So originally this run for wishes was going to be 2021 and we realized that it was going to have to be 2022. So I was at home and I'm a person that can't sit still. And the idea just came to me. I was like, I've got it. We can do something here. And I went to Jace and said, let's build first 42k i think so many people come to me and they they say who coaches you can he or she coach me as well because
because I want to run like you. And the way that Jay structures his online coaching with VNB Athletic is he likes to give his runners a lot of one-on-one time. So he'll allocate up to 30 minutes a week to chat with them on the phone. And therefore he's capped at how many people he can coach. And so with first 42K, we wanted to create something that would allow everyone to be able to achieve their first marathon. And so I looked at it as, okay, Jason DJ would help with the run coaching and the weights, all that science behind it. And then also I'd, re- I'd rely on my other experts. So Chloe, who I'm also grateful that Jace put me on to. So Chloe is my sports dietitian and she's involved with the program. She's built the nutrition side of the program. And then Kate, my yoga teacher, as well as built the yoga and mobility. So grateful for everyone's help. It's a real team effort and, and it's a real holistic approach that helps people run their first marathon. Love it. Jace, how, how much... Have, have you learned through this process and can you talk to, you know, your involvement as well for first 42K? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> How much have I learned? Wow. <laughs> if you had asked me 12 months ago, would I <clears throat> have been involved with launching an online running program? Um, I suppose <laughs> the world for everybody 12 months ago was a very different place. Mm. Um, we... When the first lockdown happened in New South Wales, that was back in March of 2020, we took VMB online almost overnight. And as part of that, we learned a lot about how to do this type of online uh, exercise programming and training programs. So from that, we used a lot of our experience to then feed into First 42K we're still very much learning as we go. Very proud of what we've been able to achieve so far uh, with just hard work and effort from the team involved. Um, I can't, I don't have any one thing that I can say has been a, a key a key learning for me though. No, that's okay. In terms of, it being, you know, first 42K, obviously running the first marathon. For anyone, you know, listening who wants to run their first marathon, apart from even just jumping on that, which I'm sure you both say, you know, absolutely getting involved and doing that. But what are, what are some tips that you would give to people maybe looking to run even just for the first time? I'm sure we're going to have some people listening who aren't as, as uh, psycho, for lack of a better word, and, and avid about their running as the pair of you. But what are, what are some of the, th- the tips that you'd maybe like to give, even if someone doesn't jump on the app? What, where, where, should they, where should they start? Be realistic with what you're hoping to achieve and in that if you're not running more than 5Ks a week, then the period with which you need to build up to even a half marathon distance you're looking at 12 to 16 weeks to get there um, if you're already running 5Ks and be realistic with the amount of time that you can spend training because it's all money in the bank. So each training session that you do is is another step towards your goal. If you happen to miss a training session, well, obviously that goal is going to have to move out because it's it's your risk of injury uh, increases with, too much increase in load or intensity in terms of your training. So be realistic. Um, Have somebody that can keep you accountable. 
Now, whether that's an online program or an online community or a friend or family member, somebody that can keep you accountable to do the training sessions that you need to do or that you've set for yourself because it can be very easy, particularly on a day where it's cold or it's raining or you know, <laughs> it's just it's just not favourable to be out and, and running or training. Totally. Those are the days where you need to be pushed out the door and you know, that, you know, that's when you need that accountability of either going to meet somebody or having somebody say, come on, it's, it's time, get that session done. Um, not everybody is as driven and self-motivated as Sean. Um, a lot of us have life, work, family, that, that all tends to pop up at the most opportune moment, and that's an excuse not to. You know. And I often say to my guys that I train in the mornings, you can have excuses or results, but not both. Mm-hmm. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger said that, and I, I say that to them every morning. So if you live by that and you follow that with your training program, whether you're starting from just getting off the couch for the first time, you know, start small, set yourself realistic goals. Um, Don't try and go out and break a speed record in your first few sessions either. You know, that's the the easiest and fastest way to break yourself and then you'll lose that, uh, that, that joy of, and that enthusiasm to, to go out and train. Yes, you're going to be sore. I mean, that's going to come from it because each time you force your muscles to adapt, there's a little bit of a breakdown in those muscles and that causes delayed onset muscle soreness, otherwise known as DOMS. That's to be expected, but you don't want to injure yourself. So the difference between pain and discomfort um, is, is managed through increasing gradually. So we try and work... Um, on the principle of no more than 10% increase per week, and that, that's overall distance or overall volume that you're running. So don't look to increase that by any more than 10%, and you, you will increase and improve fairly risk uh, or injury-free. Absolutely. Gents, it's been, it's been a great conversation. Is there anything we'd like to, to add to finish on? I would encourage everybody to go and take a look at first42k.com.au. Um, if, if you want to get into running and you want to do it in a, a structured, safe and enjoyable way, that's the place to do it. I think um, for the majority of people out there, the First42k program's got everything that, that people need and, and um, I would encourage people to go there. Beautiful, mate. Thank you, Shawnee. Is there anything maybe we'd like to, to add to finish on? No, I'd just like to say big thanks, Jace, for jumping on. I think to be able to give people the insights from how to run their first marathon as well as you know how you're building me up to the run around Australia. People are very interested in that. People are always asking me questions around how I train. And I think for you to be able to share your knowledge and experience, it's, it's been great. And, you know, so many people that will listen to this will be our runners. Sorry, will be runners in general um, and looking to build to whatever their goal is, whether it's a marathon or maybe an ultra marathon or maybe their own run around Australia. I don't know, um, but it's just grateful <laughs> for your time today and, and you sharing your insights. So thanks for jumping on. Been a pleasure. Cheers, Jace. We'll leave it there. Thanks for having me on, boys. 
We hope that you loved this episode, and if you did, please leave a review and share it with others. Did you know that you can train with us at First 42K for as little as 9.95 per week? Whether your goal is to run your first marathon, PB your next 10km race, or even run your first 100-mile ultra, you can unlock a two-week free trial to our premium, pro, or club memberships at first42k.com.au. I'd like to thank our partner, HGG Performance, for providing the podcast space. HGG Performance manufacture strength and rehabilitation equipment, which is hugely beneficial for runners looking to improve performance and prevent injury. Use the code FIRST42K for 10% off their products. Until next time, live happy and run strong.